In today's show, Bitcoin trader eyes the CME gap with 24,000 Bitcoin price dip target in play. Also, Bitcoin Lightning Company River raises $35 million amid a new wave of institutional adoption. We'll also be discussing the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, claps back at Coinbase and says that the crypto rules already exist. Also, we'll be discussing Tether boast of its financial stability after strong profits and money moved out of the banks. We'll also be discussing breaking news. Fold Bitcoin Rewards app announces expansion into El Salvador, spearheading Latin American operations, quoting Stacey Herbert, President Bukele is attracting the best and the brightest to do business in El Salvador. More proof that we are winning one of the most successful ever Visa Rewards card programs is moving to Bitcoin country. I am so excited to welcome Will and Fold to El Salvador. Also in today's show, Bitcoin going straight to new all-time highs this year, says popular crypto analyst Credible Crypto, quoting him here, there is a gap at 20,000 that a lot have been eyeing up and using as justification for a deeper pullback from the current levels. If I'm right about my thesis for new all-time highs in 2023, the gap should go unfilled. If you were to ask me which comes first, 20,000 or $70,000 plus, I'd say $70,000 plus. And quoting Samson Mao, bears can call for a drop to 17,000 because of technical analysis. I can call for $250,000 Bitcoin before the next halving. Bears can call sub 10,000 because reasons I can call $10 million in the next five years because of a massive wave of corporate and nation state adoption. See the difference. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1283. I'm your host, JV, and today is May 16th, 2023. It's my mom's birthday. She just turned the big 7-0, so please wish her a happy birthday in the comments below. I greatly appreciate that. Let's kick off today's show with a market watch. We can see Bitcoin correcting down 1% for the day, hanging on to $27,000 at the time of this live stream. We have Ether down 0.4%, maintaining just above 1800 And as you can see, See all the major cryptos currently correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com to get the latest. You can see the market cap at $1.1 trillion with about $29 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 46.5% with the Ether dominance at 19.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Conflux up 9%. Trading at $0.31, cents, followed by the infamous Pepe up 5%. And then we have Render Token up 4%, trading at $1.91. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, Hex leading the pack up 12.5%. We have CFX up 9.5%. And then we have RNDR up 4.8%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 54 in neutral. The same as yesterday in neutral with a 50. And last week, we were in neutral with a 51. And last month, a 68 in greed. So there you have it. Now let's dive a little deeper into the CME futures gap, which some analysts are predicting is likely to close at the $24,000 price target. Bitcoin surfed 27000 on May 16th as traders stayed buoyant about the upside continuation, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin focusing on the 27000 level, having dipped to 268 after the daily close, but still lacking direction. Traders hope the Bitcoin would either attempt to exit its narrow 
range or touch more of a significant level up or down. And for popular crypto trader, Crypto Ed, here's what he had to share. It's really on the lower time frame where the action is now. Higher time frame is not really that exciting. Now the CME gap on the downside lies between 26 and a half thousand as well as 26.8, just below the overnight lows, which you can see here in the one hour candle chart. Now Crypto Ed continue to say that a bounce after the gap could take Bitcoin back to its range highs of 28.8, but that a downside possibility of 24,000 is still left in play. Other market participants were equally cautious with trader Jaxus describing Bitcoin as very hard to read under the current circumstances. Quitting him here, my personal take is we'll have a weekly continuation and daily breakdown, he concluded. And also important to note that the weekly structure remains bullish and that whether from here or should any deeper pullback come in as a potential higher low in a bullish trend, which should lead to a break of 31,000 until proven otherwise. Let me know what analysts you agree most likely with. And also Elsewhere, macro considerations increasingly began to include the unfolding debt ceiling crisis of the U.S. That's right. With the first uh, June 1st deadline for potential default rapidly approaching, markets were already feeling the pressure, quoting SKU Analytics, lackluster price action primarily due to the U.S. debt ceiling becoming a possible crisis. However, getting closer to the June 1st deadline, implications will be what big funds are eyeballing into late May, raised or suspended, expect heightened volatility and waning liquidity in the coming weeks, especially around the deadline uh, period. And here we're checking out the DXY, which is the US dollar currency index, traditionally but not exclusively inversely correlated with the Bitcoin price performance, continuing to trend lower on the day after a week of snap gains. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's dive deep into the latest of what's happening with the Bitcoin Lightning Network company River, raising $35 million amid a new wave of institutional adoption. Let's go. The tide might have gone out for Bitcoin ordinals, but there is a strong undercurrent of investments in Bitcoin-only companies. For example, River, a U.S.-based Bitcoin technological and financial services company, is the latest to make a splash. River announced a $35 million Series B equity funding round despite the bear market. Kingsway Capital led the round with notable contributions, including PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel, that's right, as well as Valor Equity Partners and others. And according to Alex Leshman, the CEO of River, the new wave of Bitcoin interest is largely driven by business and institutional adoption. Quoting him here, it is not fueled by hype. This year's bank failures and bailouts have been a wake-up call, revealing the cracks of the traditional financial system and reminding us why Bitcoin is so important. It's a secure path to a stronger and more transparent global economy. Preach. Now, the San Francisco-based company manages one of the largest Bitcoin Lightning nodes, enabling payments and managing liquidity for the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Now, the River Lightning API enables companies to easily integrate with the Lightning Network. The service has already taken charge of one of the key players in the Bitcoin payment landscape. El Salvador Shivo Wallet uses River for near-instant and near-free Bitcoin payments. Good to note. River was an early adopter of the Lightning Network, similar to the global crypto exchange, including Bifinex and Kraken. And moreover, the world's largest exchanges, which are currently Binance globally and in the U.S. it's Coinbase, may soon adopt Lightning, as I shared here on the show, with the congestion from the Ordinals and BRC20 tokens. They both uh, basically announced that. So quoting the River CEO here, I still think that we are very early. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things happening. We're building this really amazing foundation 
protocol-wise. Now, River joins a burgoing list of Bitcoin companies making raises during the bear market. Custody service provider Unchained Capital also recently raised $60 million, while El Salvador's educational program received a flood of investments from Bitcoin advocates from all around the world. So there, you freaking have it. Massive win for the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Let's go mass adoption. Bring it. Now let's discuss No Clarity Gary clapping back. Uh, this is actually quite entertaining to say the least. Check this out. The chairman of the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, No Clarity Gary Gensler, has hit back at Coinbase's petition, compelling the agency to provide a clear stance on crypto regulation, arguing that there is already an adequate laws already in place. In a May 15th keynote speech at the Financial Markets Conference, uh, Gensler was asked about the dispute with Coinbase, the rules on crypto, and why SEC doesn't publish rules for the market. And in response, Gary staunchly asserted, the rules have already been published. To make it quite direct, this is a field that has been operating largely non-compliant. There is nothing about a new technology that makes it non-consistent with the public policies that Congress has laid out. And Gary argued that the SEC had already put out the rules for what is required to custody assets, to be an exchange, broker, dealer, or advisor on how registered security offerings with the agency. However, he still can't even answer a simple question. Is Ethereum a security or a commodity? And as a head of the you know, SEC, you would think the dude could uh, at least share that with us. The least he can do. That's just my opinion. Now, the SEC's chair's current view is that most crypto assets, apart from Bitcoin, fall under the securities definition of an investment contract, quoting him here. If the public is investing money and anticipating a profit based upon the efforts of others, it's a common enterprise. That is a security. And he adds, there's financial intermediaries, nodes in the network, and they need to come into compliance if they've got securities on their platforms. Now, Coinbase and many other U.S. crypto firms have repeatedly spoken out against the apparent lack of clarity uh, from, uh, you know, crypto regulation from the SEC's so-called regulation by enforcement approach to crypto alongside with hostile nature when dealing with digital asset firms. And as you can see here, it was Gensler announcing he'll be talking at that financial markets uh, committee. Now, in April, the firm went on and far as to file an action in federal court seeking to compel the SEC to publicly disclose its stance on a petition from July 2022 calling for clear rules for the crypto sector. And notably, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce also echoed this call from Coinbase as it's heavily criticized the SEC's oversight via the May 9th amicus brief. Quitting them here, the SEC has deliberately muddied the waters by claiming sweeping authority over digital assets while de- uh, deploying a haphazard enforcement-based approach. And then on May 8th, the Coinbase chief legal officer also sent a letter to the SEC requesting revisions to the agency's proposed updates to its registered investment advisors custody rule. Now, essentially, Coinbase argued that the proposals are unfairly targeting crypto companies, providing a lack of nuanced rules for different asset classes and make improper assumptions about custodial practices based on securities. Other players in the space, such as Web3 Venture Capital Fund, Anderson Horowitz and a blockchain association have also echoed similar criticisms of the proposals. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding No Clarity Gary against uh, Coinbase? Let me know. And do you think this is likely to drive adoption outside the United States as many centralized exchanges have already announced opening up shop? Overseas, for example, Coinbase and Bermuda. I think Kraken, or uh, one of the uh, major exchanges, announced something in Brazil. I know the Gemini uh, Twins company, uh, 
uh, Gemini, <laughs> the Winklevoss twins, my bad, uh, they're also opening up shop overseas and looking to do derivatives, but they don't want to do business in the United States. It seems they don't even want to do business in Canada as CZ just pulled out uh, Binance from there as the crypto crackdown and regulations continue. But now let's discuss the largest uh, stable coin by market cap and the most profitable, which is Tether, USDT. And then we'll dive into the news of the Fold Bitcoin Rewards Program, doing business with El Salvador. And then we'll dive into a new all-time high Bitcoin price prediction for this year in 2023. And welcome to each and every one of you just joining in. Make sure to say what's good in the live chat. Stablecoin operator Tether Holdings pulled out four and a half billion bucks out of the banks just in the first quarter of this year, causing a substantial reduction in counterparty risk. The company reported in a post touting its latest attempt Testation by the BDO Italia. Now Tether's market cap grew from 66 billion to over 82 billion just in the first quarter, while Tether shed over 90% of its bank deposits. Smart move, bringing it down from 5.3 billion to 481 million dollars. Tether said the remaining bank deposits are spread out among several banks, referring to its competitors that suffered losses after the recent bank failures. And simultaneously, Tether boosted its U.S. Treasury bills to a new high of over 53 billion dollars which is 64% of its reserves. And combined with other assets, Tether's USDT token is now backed by 85% cash, cash equivalents, and short-term deposits that can be sold rapidly to process redemptions. That includes over $7.5 billion in repo facilities. And in addition, decade-high yield rates drive revenues up, increasing Tether's surplus revenues, effectively over-collateralizing USDT. That's what's up. Tether revealed its holdings of gold and Bitcoin in this quarter attestation for the first time in a show of its commitment to transparency. It said it emphasized its financial attainment in the quarter compared with other companies, naming BlackRock, Netflix, Starbucks, Cash App, and PayPal this company whose profits it exceeded. Tether has been striving for months to improve its financial indicators that have taken pains to highlight its successes. It announced in June it would reduce the commercial paper and its reserves from $20 billion to $8.4 billion by the end of that month and to zero by year's end. And it has reached that goal successfully. So that's what's up. Now, Tether is owned by Hong Kong-based iFinex. Uh, has fought negative suspicions and allegations about its finances. There were rumors that Tether had large investments in Chinese commercial paper when a massive China Evergrande group experienced the financial crisis. Tether was actually fined $18.5 million by the New York Attorney General's office back in 2021 for misrepresenting the fiat backing for its reserves. The settlement also required greater financial transparency from the stablecoin issuer. And this month, we have John Reed Stark, the former U.S. SEC Internet Enforcement Office head called Tether a mammoth house of cards in a voluptuous, uh, terrific and civil exchange of ideas with Tether Chief Technical Officer Paolo Ordino on Twitter. Stark pointed out that Tether promised to commission a full audit within months, not years, back in 2021, which still has not happened. And as testations, such as one published this quarter, is typically more narrowly focused and does not provide an outside opinion on the company's financial well-being. So there you have it. If you had to choose one stablecoin to put some reserves in, which particular stablecoin do you trust the most? Let me know your comments uh, right down below. And now let's dive into this Fold Bitcoin Rewards being launched in El Salvador. Bitcoin Rewards company Fold announced its expansion into 
Bitcoin country. And holy moly, a door just slammed by the wind. <laughs> Establishing a new office that will serve as its base for operations in Latin America. Fold, known for introducing the world's first Bitcoin rewards visa debit card in the U.S. markets in 2020, aims to make Bitcoin accessible and easily uh, for users worldwide. The Fold CEO, Will Reeves, expressed enthusiasm about the move in a press release shared with Bitcoin Magazine, stating as a country that has embraced Bitcoin and has been a pioneer in adopting new monetary technology, we believe that El Salvador is the perfect place for Fold to expand its presence in Latin America. Reeves sees El Salvador as an ideal location due to the country's positive stance on Bitcoin and its efforts to build new capital markets. And according to the release, Fold's expansion will bring valuable solutions to consumers and businesses in the region through its rewards program and embedded Bitcoin infrastructure. The company stated its plans to announce partnerships with other major players in Latin America coming soon. Let's go. And according to the release, to date, Fold's Bitcoin rewards infrastructure has processed over a billion dollars in volume, highlighting its growing success and impact. Now, Stacey Herbert, shout out to her and Max from the National Bitcoin Office of El Salvador, expressed excitement about Fold's arrival, uh, stating, Fold certainly fits the description and we are excited to welcome them to Bitcoin country. Fold's expansion into El Salvador marks a significant milestone for the company as it continues to foster a global Bitcoin community. The new office in El Salvador and the local team will enable Fold to provide personalized support to its Latin American users and partners. The Fold mobile app is available for download on Android and iOS services. That's what's up. Let's freaking go. I mean, and again, shout out to Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert for doing their work here in Bitcoin country. And now let's uh, dive into our final story of the day and discuss a new all-time high for the King Crypto this year in 2023. How many of you would love that? Let me know in the comments below and let's break this down. Popular crypto analyst is reaffirming an unpopular stance that the king crypto is about to break new all-time highs this year, despite that recent rejection from 30 Gs. The synonymous analyst known as Credible Crypto tells his 340,000 Twitter followers that while liquidity gaps often get filled for many financial assets, it is not a concrete rule. He is right. Uh, he says that he doesn't expect the gap at 20,000 to be filled anytime soon. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. Quoting him here, there is a gap at $20,000 that a lot have been eyeing up and using as justification for a deeper pullback from the current levels. If I am right about my thesis for new all-time highs in 2023, that gap should go unfilled. And if you were to ask me which comes first, $20,000 or $70,000 plus, I'd say $70,000 plus. Now, I personally agree agree. I think sub $20,000 prices are gone forever. And I hope it's true. And personally, I'd love to see a 70,000 plus Bitcoin price action. Credible says that a direct move to the upside without much consolidation is more painful, unexpected scenario, and a much less obvious one that is more in character of Bitcoin. Quitting him again, too convenient and too easy to let everyone who got rinsed over the past six months to reload their positions and happily ride to new all-time highs in time with the having. Keep it in mind, the Bitcoin having in 2024 is only 11 months away. Now, quoting him again, over 70% of all the Bitcoin in existence concentrated in wallets that didn't puke at the three arrows capital where FTX collapses and that historically don't start selling in any significant quantities until new all-time highs. No year-long sideways action, in my opinion, straight to new all-time highs this year. Send it. Let's freaking go. And commented on an Elon tweet that stated the most entertaining outcome is most likely one of uh, the most likely one. Credible applies it to Bitcoin using Musk logic. The analyst says the sudden move to all-time highs this year for Bitcoin is most 
likely outcome. Quoting him again, new all-time highs in Bitcoin in 2023 in the middle of a banking crisis, while most are sat on the sidelines waiting for the having run up in 2024-2025. Certainly more entertaining than boring sideways price action on Bitcoin for the next two years. That's what's up. And quoting Samson Mao, bears can call for a drop to 17,000 because of TA, technical analysis, also known as astrology for men, just FYI. I can call for 250,000 Bitcoin before the next halving. Bears can call sub 10,000 because reasons. I can call $10 million per coin in the next five years because of massive wave of corporate and nation state adoption. See the difference? I sure do. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And what are your thoughts surrounding the current price action? Are you bullish or bearish? Holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.